Hello G&Divas, we're just popping up in case you're deep in episodes from years ago to tell you that very soon you can see us in the cinema. Hello from the future. It's future William and Jordan here. Stop living in the past and get up today. Next Tuesday, our show at the London Palladium will be streamed live into cinemas. So if you want an evening full of laughs and outrageous problems and dilemmas, then come along and join us on the big screen. Help as Sex and My Boss Live is showing everywhere and everyone's welcome. Go to sexofmyboss.com slash cinema to get your tickets now. That's sexofmyboss.com slash cinema. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hello. Hello. Sorry, I'm late. Why are you late, Jordan? Sorry. Yeah, um, I was just recording something for CBBC, as you do. Oh, get you keeping busy. Yes, you what know. What was it? Um, it was a video of me tying my shoes. <laughs> hmm. It's a. It's a a video of me tying my shoelaces with an oven glove for this weekend's Saturday mashup. <laughs> and they say the BBC is dumbing down. Hello and welcome to Help I Sexted My Boss, the podcast where we help you navigate the challenges of modern life, aiming to answer your 21st century questions and find those solutions to everyday quarantine dilemmas like should I start a TikTok account in lockdown and how do you tell someone that their tweets just aren't that funny who's that, who's that aimed at you <laughs> and of course what should you do if you've accidentally sexted your boss but we're not your usual agony ants are we William Hansen 32nd leading etiquette expert in the UK no we're not Jordan North I'm more penny farthing you're more penny arcade <laughs> step up and play each machine seemed to say as I walked round and round the penny arcade roll up and spend your last dime Step up Penny Arcade It's a song by I think it's Roy Orbison But it used to be my Auntie Maggie's karaoke song Hence why I know it It came out in like the 50s or 60s Right Well Not the most auspicious of starts To this podcast But there we go Every weekend when I like Got to 15, 16 I used to stay at my Auntie Maggie's pub In Briarfield Do you remember outside. back that far? Yes Just just outside of Burnley And she used to run a pub called The Railway And every Friday she had a Karaoke with Lynn Her mate Lynn used to do karaoke And that's a song that my Auntie Mag's always played. God bless her. She's not dead or old. 
Right. So you should know by now that we're being responsible with our social distancing. That's why we sound a little bit different. I am in my bedroom at the moment. William Hansen's in his study and producing Oval Office. Sorry. Oval Office. William Hansen. Look at the producer trying to flex his muscles on webcam. William Hansen's in. It's his... Slightly pathetic because it's like having like two little twiglets. That's what they look like okay, at the moment. Okay, in terms of that, and there's nothing worse than on the radio or in a podcast when someone's trying to describe what their producer's doing. It's a neddy no-no in in, in audio. Darling. It's a neddy no-no. Yeah, we just don't do it. Like it's just not. You're not on CBBC now. It's just oh shut up. Um, yeah, and producer Ben's in his box room. Oh my god. So, sorry, 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 sorry. William, don't describe what producer Ben's doing. It's an Eddie no no. Cut to Jordan. I'll now describe what producer Ben's no, doing. No, you were being born and going, producer Ben's flexing. No, I'm, dis- I'm setting this. Look, this is my art. This is my medium. I know what I'm doing. I'm setting the scene. I am putting pictures in our listeners' minds. We call it oh, colour. What, fle- what was flexing? No, I. You could have done it as in... Right, let's start again. You could have said, William's in his Oval Office, I am in my bedroom, and producer Ben is currently, and don't ask me why, he's flexing in his box room. There. We've set the scene. Now our listeners know where they are. In their minds, they are picturing us in it. I have done this since I was 15. Bitch, please don't mess with me. So you should know by now we're being responsible with our social distancing. That Oh, I've already done that bit. Yeah, this is your medium. We're not together, but we are not going to stop helping you deal with the everyday dilemmas of modern life. That is what we promise you. Don't worry, we're here to help. Uh, Can I speak now? Am I allowed to speak on this podcast? Yes, yes. We're going to have our token drink now, the gin and de bonnet. One part gin, two parts de bonnet. Uh, We've already poured it because we're in our own homes. De bonnet is available online on on delivery services. It's in some of the big supermarkets if you do want to to have it. Stop selling it until they start paying us money for the amount of bloody sales have gone up since this podcast stop telling them it's available they can bugger off like we've been we, we've we have email i'm not gonna lie to you we have ben has emailed the bonnet and a, a few times and we've been trying to get them to sponsor the podcast but they don't seem to be having any of it so stop telling them it's for sale but it is a great drink who should we toast this week jordan mm, it's my dad's birthday today it was mike's birthday at the weekend oh um to our big hairy men in our lives, big hairy bold men. I walked into that. <laughs> to to our to two big middle aged hairy bold men. Mikey, <laughs> Graham. Before we catch up with how everything has been going over the last week, remember, if you want our help with something, then you can tweet us at sextedmyboss. You can send your tales of trepidation to help at sextedmyboss.com. You can slide into our DMs on Instagram. You can ping us on Facebook or whatever you do. Or you can even write to me, and I will send you a handwritten reply on my own letter-headed paper. The address is on the website, sextedmyboss.com. Thank you, William. So how's lockdown life for you this week? Thank you, Jordan. Yes, it's been going very well. Thank you. I've done a lot of cleaning. I have soaked my washing machine detergent drawer. I have Dettol sprayed the mattress. And I even came close to vacuuming the terrace. But I did stop myself with that one. You've done what? You've got a what drawer for your washing? Well, everyone has one. The detergent drawer. That's how, you know, when you put your detergent in, oh, the bit that cleans it. Sorry, I thought you meant you had a special, yeah, the, the bit that you put. I don't use that. Yeah, we, I bet you if I took your detergent drawer out, it would be full of gunk and fluff. Oh, yeah. It, oh, it's, full of bacteria. Yeah. It, yeah. Riddled. 
Well, you want to take it out, put it in a bucket with a bit of bleach, some fairy liquid and some water, soak it for a good couple of hours, then rinse it off, put it back in. I'll remember that because we're moving out of the flat when all this is over and we've got to give it a clean from top to bottom. So, yeah, uh, any other news locked down apart from your cleaning? Have you still been... Uh, Old, uh, Disney Plusing and chill. Disney Plusing and chilling, you dirty old dog, you. We, it's a it's a great service. There's lots of content on there. We recreated Pinocchio the other night. <laughs> we did. <laughs> what? We just did a little performance of Pinocchio. What do you mean? I've got no strings to hold me down, unlike Jordan, who's tied to the bed on a dressing gown cord. How's your lockdown been, Jordan? Um, do you know what? <laughs> I've, I've, I have nothing to report since last week. I've got a new toothbrush. Gosh. Yeah. Is it manual or is it automatic? It's automatic. It's it's a bit. It's it's, it's very boy-y. It's it's a black and grey toothbrush. It's really cool. I've seen it on offer. Gosh, so butch. Um, so I got that. Oh, I've started as well. This is this is what my life is at the moment. It's what everyone's life is like. I've started using a different laughing emoji. Just thought, change it up a bit, why not? Oh, you're, you're a modern-day wordsmith. So, you know, the laughing emoji that I usually send is is the, the crying laughing, yeah. Right. Now I've started using the side-on laughing emoji. You'll notice if you look at my tweets yeah. and stuff like that, but you'll, yeah. Gosh. When linguists come to, to analyse how we communicated in the 21st century... I'm sure you will be written into some sort of modern-day digital textbook. Why will people who like pasta start looking at how we speak? What? That was, people who like pasta? I'm, that was. I'm, I'm not that stupid, I was joking. Linguistic? Linguine? Well, when you say you're not that stupid, we'll come to your script shortly, but Should anyway. I? Oh my God, you've just broke... I've got ice in my mouth. You've just broke my dream. I'm not even I've joking. broken your dream. I had a dream about you, your brother and your mum and dad last night. Ah, <gasps> oh, it was right. so awkward. Do I really want to know this? So we was in your kitchen, near your big posh cooker that stays on 24 hours. Well, it doesn't. It gets turned off in the summer, but... Whatever. And we were waiting for your mum, your dad and your brothers to come back and they'd been at a wine tasting thing at your mum's mate's house. And they right. come back and they were a bit squiffy. I don't, I don't think my mum has a mate. Anyway, they were a bit squiffy, and James was pissed. Right? Well, okay, oh my god, that's... I've just remembered this now. That's so weird. And James was pissed, and James started getting a bit, a bit aggy, a bit like taking piss out of me a bit. And I thought, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go for him in a minute if he doesn't shut up. And mm, then he said, "Good on James." Like, and he's not like that. It's just in my dream. Lovely lad. Oh, he is. You should hear what he says about you to me. He's my favourite Hanson. And, like, he said something. He said something about Burnley, and I thought, if he carries on, I'm going to dig him here. I'm going to give him a dig right inside of his head, little shit. And then he went, oh, oh, that was it. And your mum, your mum interrupted and went, now, James, come on, darling, darling, please. We've all, we've all had a drink, darling. And we've all been to the wine tasting. Jordan, Jordan is our guest. And James said to your mum, oh, Really? Well, you should hear the impression he does of you on his podcast. <laughs> and my face dropped. And I was like, James, please don't do this. And your mum was like, oh, really? You're doing an impression of me, darling. And James going, go on, do it. So I had to do the impression in front of you, James, your mum and dad. James mm. had like a really smug look on his face. And then Brian with a Y said to me. No, it's Brian with an I. I think you should leave. 
and I left. And and you know that big country lane? It's I, just called a lane. Yeah, but yeah. I remember it. I, I walked down that barefoot in the rain. Oh, like Sandy Shaw. Who? It's all right, you're Radio 1, not Radio 2. You wouldn't get that reference. So, yeah. Your hair is looking very luscious. Have you had any form of haircut? No, I've had a shave today, but no, I've not had a haircut. Is that because you were filming for CBBC? Yes. <laughs> I know you so well. Um, it's not a good look to have a beard on CBBC these days. 70s, fine. These days, no. Mikey had to go at cutting the back of my hair the other day. Really? And I didn't let him touch the front, which is why it looks sort of okay. Are you both near your phones? Yeah. I'm going to share with you a photograph. Okay. Now, I'll be honest, we ordered clippers, but what we forgot to order was feathering scissors. Because I'm very... I mean, I'm worried... Before I send this to you, I'm very worried generally about... Oh, just send the pig in pig. Because I have the same hairdresser as Princess Anne. I am wondering whether her hair's gone the way my hair's gone as well. I hope not, for the sake of the country. If you look on your phone now... Oh... (laughs) You look like one of those 19th century monks. Oh, why have you deleted it? I'm not stupid. <laughs> <laughs> We've got to get that on socials. You look like a bog brush. Yes, it didn't go brilliantly well, I'll be honest. Oh my good God. Is that what the back... Turn round now, let us... Did you go Absolutely mad Absolutely not. Turn round. No, because I, I didn't go mad, because I did ask him to do it. And Turn round. No. And I... I said, it's it's fine, it's up to you. We have ordered some feathering scissors, and according to uh, Amazon, they're coming on the 15th of May. So that's great. <laughs> when we're out of this, hopefully. Um, do you know what you should do? I've had an idea. I think you should do the bold challenge, the skinhead challenge that everyone's doing at the moment on social media. So basically, loads of lads are just Darling, I've been doing the, the bold challenge for the last eight years of my life. No, darling, I mean like a proper skinhead like, you just get a razor and... No, people will come up to me on the street wanting to buy Whiz and Spliff. I mean, it just will backfire. <laughs> How do you know what Whiz is? And well, I don't really know what it is. Don't, don't press me on that, but I heard it. <laughs> I heard it once on the streets. <laughs> please, please get a bald head and start selling Whiz in quarantine. It'd be brilliant. Jordan, can I just... Sorry... You've had a right go at me that you're the professional. You've got the pop shield on your microphone the wrong way round. Yes, because it keeps flopping over. We're being radio geeks again. You can have a pop shield on a mic or you can have a Explain what a pop shield does. A pop shield is the sort of thing that basically when you make certain plosive sounds, like peas uh, and bees, it stops them from making the microphone peak. So you can do Peter Piper picked a peck of pickled peppers. If Peter Piper picked a peck of pickled peppers, Peter Piper picked the pickled peckers. Without the pop shield, it'll pick. Peter Piper picked a peck of pickled peppers. The pick of peck of peppers that Peter Piper. So that's with the pop shield. Anyway, we're being geeks. Right. Um, Jordan North is a man of many talents. Do we really have to do this? I am sick of being overruled on this podcast. Thank you for sending me your script. What is the working title of your Picky T sitcom? Picky T. Picky T. 
We're not ladies doing and, this. Seriously. Ladies and gentlemen, this was, this was sent to me with an email subject, I hate you. And just before I start reading this, Jordan, for a bit of context, this is something that has come out of isolation. Yes, out, out of isolation boredom, you decided so, to write a script. I decided to write a script because I was bored. And every, for years, people have been saying to me, you should write a script on your mum and dad. Who's saying that? Not your agent, I hope. Loads of people have been saying... You should write a script on your mum and dad, they're very funny. Right. And then I sat down a couple of weeks ago. Oh, is it, gosh, is it about your mum and dad? The oh, two... I didn't get that in the thing where it's labelled Wendy and Graham. Oh, finally. I re- can oh, I just say, I, am... I feel so stupid. I'm so uncomfortable right now. Like, I feel, I feel, I, I don't know if I can do <laughs> So... I to thought, be fair, you, right. And you have you have formatted it. It is set out like a proper screenplay. And I know how to write a script. I did it. Well, no, you've it. you've used a piece of software. It says it at the bottom. So just shush. I did it at uni. I did script writing at uni. But can I just say, You'd I never I, know. I I wrote this with a few vodka tonics in me, right? And I and I and I That'll finished explain it. Explain the spelling. Is the spelling bad? I mean, there are more words wrong than there are right. Are there actually? No, it's fine. I I know what you mean. No, like, I wrote this with some vodka tonics down me. I finished it and thought it was amazing. Now, let me <laughs> let me just tell you, if you're writing a script and you're dyslexic and you've had about four vodka tonics, it's it's never going to be a good... <laughs> no. So here we go. I don't, I'm not listening. To, I can't... I don't think I can do this. Here we go. This is, <laughs> this is the first page. Int, which means interior. Boardroom. Afternoon. Reese is at a big table surrounded by ten other serious and important-looking colleagues. His phone lights up. We see a text from Mum. He discreetly opens the message. It reads, Picky tea tonight. <laughs> Reese loses himself in the moment and does a fist pump. The entire boardroom turns to look at him. Reese to everyone. This is the first bit of dialogue. Sorry. I got texts from my mum. We're having a piggy tea tonight. Everyone is still staring at him. Reese continued. A piggy tea is like a buffet, but with the bits left over from the freezer. And well, it's my favourite tea. Karen, the boss, late 40s, clears her throat. So, like I was saying, the trajectory for this quarter is looking solid. In fact, we might do better than expected. Reese sinks into his chair. Interior. Graham's office. Afternoon. Graham is typing away on his computer. His phone buzzes. Message from Wendy. Picky tea tonight. He jumps up from his chair in celebration. Graham. Come on, get in. <laughs> Jordan, who are your inspiration for Wendy and Graham? And who is Reese? Is Reese you? No, I don't. I don't. I don't know. I don't. I'm red. This is page three. Interior. Wendy and Graham's kitchen. Late afternoon. Dancing away to Whitney Houston music in the background, Wendy is preparing a picky tea. On the table we see plates and trays full of random bits of beige food, waffles, onion rings, hash browned, scotched eggs, mini sausages, olives and turkey (laughs) dinosaurs. Reese comes running in. Oh my god, this looks amazing! Wendy looks so pleased with herself. Wendy to the home audio device. Alexa, turn Whitney off. Alexa turns herself off. Reese, Mum, you're a legend. 
I mean, it's it's got jeopardy. I thought it was good at the time. It's frigging awful. It's shite. I'm not stupid. Well, Jordan, I think you need to work on that and perfect it and come back next week with some... We'll just polish it up a bit and we can review your additions next week. Should I write another screenplay next week? Oh, yeah. I mean, what, what, what would you do? Uh, would you continue the picky theme? To, they always no. say write about what you know. Yeah, OK, leave it with have. me. Write about what you know. Okay. I like. I knew it was bad, but you reading it out makes me realise how bad it is. Well, talking of awful, ladies and gentlemen, we've reached the halfway point, which means it's time for Jordan's Jolly Joke of the Week. Just a little tip for you. If anyone is going to make a face mask out of an old bra, because that's what we're doing at the moment, we're making the most of things, make sure you use the left cup. And I'll tell you the punchline after this break. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. So just a little tip for you. If anyone is going to make a face mask out of an old bra, make sure you use the left cup. You don't want to go out looking like a right tit. That's quite funny. I, I, I have to give credit to our friend Michael who sent me that on Insta. Congratulations, Michael. That is actually did actually make me laugh. What do you call someone who oh. refuses to fart in public? William Hansen. A private tutor. What? A private tutor. I don't really get that. A private tutor? Tutor? Right. I've got another one for you. You'll like this. Oh, good. Right. There's a family driving behind this uh, rubbish truck, right? And a dildo flies out of nowhere and it thumps right on the windshield. (laughs) Yeah. And the mum and dad are really embarrassed, but the mother turns around to the kid and says... Don't worry, love, that was just an insect. And the little lad says, Christ, I'm surprised he could get off the ground with a cock like that. You're so easily amused. God, God bless you. <laughs> oh, 
should have told that one. You see, that's the sort of re- that's the sort of <laughs> humour you want to put in your script. Thanks to our Lee again for our jokes. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, if you wish to win a bottle of Dubonnet, then you just head to our Instagram page on the Thursday <sighs> of release week to find out how to enter. All the rules will be there. The winner of my pink stuff, the cleaning product that's marvellous for getting stains off your worktop. Congratulations, Jenny Doherty. Congratulations, Jenny. William Hansen, UK's leading etiquette expert. First question, please. This one is from Himena. Dear William and Jordan, I hope this finds you both in good health. I was recently on a FaceTime call with some friends and I noticed that one of them had started to flirt quite blatantly with my other friend. When I asked her about it, she told me that she doesn't know how to respond to his comments or handle this attention, especially because she believes he is only behaving like this because he recently broke up with his long-term girlfriend. It also makes things a bit awkward for the rest of us. How should she handle this situation? Yours sincerely, with much love from Madrid, Jimena. So Jordan, you were focusing intently on that. How would you respond to that problem? Um, It's so easy to get distracted at home, sorry. I'm not being funny, Jimena. Okay, and I appreciate writing in, but what's... What's wrong with it? I don't see what... Yeah, but clearly the friend doesn't know how to respond. Clearly the friend doesn't want to be flirted with. Oh, sorry, I weren't listening. I was just opening my book from Amazon. Um, For what? You you do this Just Just try... No, no, don't touch your phone. Don't touch your book. I'm not touching my phone. Just... Do you know what? I, I think it's sack this podcast off. My advice for everything is live and let live. In these times, do what you want. Write a script for a sitcom. Can't be any more shit than Jordan's. <laughs> That's true. It's very, very true. What's your advice? Um, I think it's really the, the friend's got to shut it down. The friend's got to sort of probably, if it gets out of hand, just say directly off the, the group FaceTime call to the, the person that's flirting with her and say, actually, would you mind if we just kept it purely purely on a, on a friendship level, on a platonic level, uh, I'm not interested in dating at the moment. Be short, sweet and perfectly nice about it and hopefully if he doesn't get the message after that you can try a, a slightly more direct approach. Okay, okay. Next question, please. William Hanson, UK's 52nd leading etiquette expert. You going to listen properly to this one? Yes, I am. Dear Jordan and William, Firstly, I'd like to apologise for putting Jordan first in this salutation, but Jordan went to a state school and we must stick together. Uh, how do you know that? My dilemma is that I'm currently in my second year of a music degree training to be an opera singer. Gosh. Uh-huh. From one extreme to the other. We Unfortunately... We my... What's, what, what's a famous opera song? Go compare. Go compare. Go compare. Go compare. Yeah. My dilemma is that I'm currently in my second year of a music degree training to be an opera singer. Unfortunately, my university has closed due to the pandemic, so I have had to go home. This means that I spend a large proportion of my day practicing in my room. I have to practice, but I am also aware that my parents and older brother are now working from home and I am disturbing them. It is highly likely that my neighbours, no apostrophe, are also disrupted by my practising. I try to keep my practising to between 9am and 7pm and my parents are very supportive, but should this outbreak go on for an extended period of time, I fear my practising is likely to wear thin. 
Any suggestions as to how you make this kinder on them would be greatly appreciated. Kind regards, Rowan, the next Luciano Pavarotti. When you say nothing at all, the that smell was Roman Keating. Face, life is a roller there's, coaster. There's a lot of singing in this new series, and I'm not loving it. Words in everlasting words. I'm not loving words it because it seems to go on for about 20 minutes. Um, what instrument does Ronan play? Rowan. Rowan. We plays, he plays the uvula. The what? The uvula. He sings. Oh, of course, yeah. He's practising. He's an opera singer. Sorry, I've, I've, I've had too much Are you, are you all right? Do you want no. to go home? I say, do you want to go home? You are home. Do you want to just hang up? Shall I just lie down for a minute? Sorry, yeah. Ben I'll... and I will do the rest of the episode. Even with Ben saying nothing, it will be a 100% better contribution um, than what you're giving at the moment. I'm not being funny. You, you can't expect to live at home with someone and do... I think he is... I would take issue when he says that he's trying to keep us practising between 9am and 7pm. Yeah, I think a couple of I would actually go 10 until 4, and only for about an hour. I love how you say 4. I'd say 10 till 4. 4. 4. That's what people say when they see me. (laughs) 4. And when they see you... I would seriously say a couple of hours a day. I, I know. I know. Not a couple of hours a day. He's got to practice. I know. No, 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 no. He can. He only should practice for one hour. But oh, it should between. be between ten and yes. four. Yeah. No, you need to set a time up with your uh, with your family. So you could say, right, when you leave the house and go on your daily exercise, I'm going to do my opera singing. So you go for your run after work, six o'clock, from six till seven, seven thirty. Maximum an hour and a half. I'm going to do my bring me my sword, my chariot of gold. Bring me my yeah. Next question. It says, please don't name me as it could affect my job. Elizabeth, we won't. Hi, William, Jordan and producer Ben. <laughs> I love your podcast, so glad to hear you're back for series five. Oh, thank Makes you. my Tuesdays driving around a lot easier. I'm a care worker in the community, and one service user I go to, we have to cut down the side of their house. I mean, I don't even know what she's saying. I have to cut down the side of their house and a neighbour's house. Yeah, so it's a ginnel, isn't it? What's that mean? So what she does every day, she gets a chainsaw out and cut... No. Um, they have a ginnel. A, a, a what? Oh, a snicket, an alleyway. It depends whereabouts in the country you're from. A back passage. A back passage, yes. They have a back passage, yes. Christ alive. I've got a back passage that my neighbour and lovely Tom share. Really? Yeah. You... Oh, actually, ironically, as I say, literally, I said my neighbour and my neighbour just walked straight past to go on her 5K. These jokes write themselves. So you share your back passage with your neighbour? Yes, and lovely Tom. And Tom? Well, and Mikey, actually. Wow, so Mikey's in on this as well. Well, he lives here. So you all do it? Well, it's not all at the same time. I mean, it's not that wide. <laughs> um, right, we'll continue with Elizabeth's problem. The neighbour's house has a great big window on the side looking straight into their kitchen. Since the isolation period, a number of times I've been walking between the houses, unlocking the gate of my service user... And their neighbour, who is a man in his 60s, possibly 70s, has been sat there watching, well, let's say adult films and having a Tommy Tank. It only seems to be when his wife's car isn't in the driveway. 
It makes it so awkward having to walk past or see him on his driveway in the morning. Please, what should I do? Duck? Can you duck past the window? Crawl along the floor? No! Jog? Spray paint the window black? Give him a knock? No, I, I'd, I'd leave a little note just saying, Hi, I help your neighbour. And um noticed you having a Tommy Tank every now and then when I pass. Could you just maybe close a blind or do it somewhere else in your house? Each to roam what goes on behind closed doors. Well, you could be really, legal. really passive-aggressive and actually send him some blinds and curtains with a note with please install. Who's got money to send? I don't even have money to have... My I mean, I'm not saying go to Laura Ashley and get them. I mean, you could go, go. I don't know, wherever you would go. Why are all our listeners having problems with men that are masturbating this series? I mean, to be fair, we've all got that problem at the moment. Lockdown. Here comes our final problem. Hello, my beautiful boys. My flatmate doesn't wear underwear... Why are these all of a theme? My flatmate doesn't wear underwear when he is wearing pyjamas, which is probably fine when you're in bed, but he is doing it all day and every day during lockdown. Not only does this mean he has VPL, visible penis line, but he also leaves a stink <laughs> behind wherever he sits. Oh. I think boxers must act as some sort of barrier for the smell, because whenever he sits down, he absolutely reeks of balls when he stands up. Oh. It's quite horrifying, really. Love a so, balls. Mm. What are your thoughts on underwear under pyjamas? Golly. I'm a big advocate for them. Uh, I think something for a bit of support and to keep things nice and neat would be good. Unless, of course, you shower and wash regularly. I'm the opposite. I've hardly worn boxers since since lockdown. I think it's all right. And I'm not being funny, but what the balls smell like. like how well, how can... You wait till lockdown's over. <laughs> how can you sit and say... How can you sit on the sofa and go... Do you smell balls? Well, think. Smells- Jordan doing corned beef hash again. Can you sm- smells like balls? What the balls smell like? Honestly, I I I I can walk past them and go, oh, that smells like jasmine. Talking of balls, I have ordered another of my cleaning um, uh, sort of cleaning blitz. I have ordered some tumble dryer balls, and they're balls that go into your tumble dryer. And that helps separate clothes and sheets, especially if you're doing bedding and they all get stuck together once they've dried. You just pop them in, that helps separate them. If you're washing cushions, I've washed all the scatter cushions over the last week, you can put them in and it fluffs them up, so it puts a bit of life back into them. So that's a top tip. I personally don't think there's anything wrong with not wearing underwear. I, don't, I, I think it's weird to wear underwear under pyjamas. By the way, I've not worn jeans for two weeks. Great. I'm going to feel like Sandy D off Greece when I put my jeans on. Hello, boys. What is Make it a change from looking like Olivia Newton John. What? Uh, yeah. Look at me. I'm oh. Geordie D. <laughs> I mean, this is the, this is the musical episode. <laughs> More songs what? from the West End. She's called Sandra D anyway. She comes out in the leathers. She goes, what are you oh, looking... What now is Jordan's interested. Says? Oh, God. She, <laughs> she's Texas... Drag of a fag, and she said something. She says, Summer boys, or you're going to stand there looking at me all day, boy, or something like that. I've never seen Greece. Like, You've never seen Greece? No, I know. Are you joking? And you love musicals? It's probably don't my favourite. Don't, don't go, I love music. Don't stereotype me. I'm not a cliche. It's probably my favourite musical, Greece. I'm not even joking. 
Now, a few weeks ago, we said that if you left us a new review on iTunes, I would read whatever you wrote. (laughs) Producer Ben has selected a couple, so here we go. My favourite rapper is Spam Bell. She's released two isolation-themed smash hits, and I bop hard to her tunes every morning when I get out of bed. She's Peng, and I think her and Jordan should Marvin Gaye and get it on. In fact, Jordan, me and Mikey are having her round for a picky tea soon. How's about we make that three a big bad four? So this is you reading out random Gene Divas reviews on iTunes. Hello, I'm William. I used to be the UK's leading etiquette expert, but sadly I'm now third in the top ten, but God loves a trier. The common one is kind of cute, although sometimes I have to rewind to work out what he says. I give this podcast five stars, but I'd really like to give Jordan one. <laughs> Cheers for that, Barry and Devon. Do you know what? We should actually make this a thing. So go and review the podcast and write something that William can read out, something that William would never say ever. Maybe it could be... as long as it's not bigoted or socialist. As long as it's not bigoted or socialist. So it could be something like, I don't know, the Raptor, Eminem and Dr. Dre. Nowadays, everybody want to talk that, they've got something to say, but nothing comes out when they move their lips, just a bunch of gibberish and they've got a bad Dre. What do you say to somebody you hate? What? Something like that, do you know what I mean? Something William would never say. We'll read the best three out. So just go and... Gosh, we've had opera singing, we've had musicals, we've had rap... What is up with me today? The hills are alive with the sound of music. Maybe for next week, Jordan. Clearly, because you love you love a musical, write a musical. Write Picky You've Tea the musical. Got to pick a pocket or two. You've got a Picky You've Tea or two. <laughs> You've got to review a Picky Tea or two. You've got to review a Picky Tea or two. Consider yourself at home. Consider yourself one of the Picky T family. Consider. Yeah, no, leave a review on iTunes for William, something that you won't read out, and we will read it out on next week's episode. William Hansen, thank you very much. I Can I... I've no, I noticed this last episode. This is not your podcast. I never said you it do, You did it last episode, where you almost cut me off, and then I was nice, where... You have to end the whole thing as if we're all waiting for Jordan to give us the send-off. It's 50-50, mate. Oh. <laughs> Did you just say mate? Yes, that's how incensed I am. All right, then, Mardass. You read the, the end bits, then. Come on. Do you want our help? Sexedmyboss.com. Remember... Oh, you see? You... you see? You can't let me do it. No, I'm just saying this is how I would have done it. Remember, if you want to help with something, then you can tweet us at sextedmyboss. You can send your tales of trepidation to help at sextedmyboss.com or you can write to Mr. William Hansen, who promises a handwritten reply on his own letterhead of paper. The address is on the website sextedmyboss.com. Jordan, thank you for your contribution. Thank you for your contribution to my podcast this week. I really appreciate it. See you next Tuesday. Seriously, you need to shave that head. You have to have the last word, don't you? Nope, it's fine. It's immature. It's not immature. You you have the last word. Goodbye, everyone. Stay safe. Stay healthy. Love you lots. No, but seriously, thanks so much for all of your messages that you've been sending. Now, uh, goodbye. 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 Bye. 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 No, you hang up. 
when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hello, g and We're just popping up in case you're deep in episodes from years ago to tell you that very soon you can see us in the cinema. Hello from the future. It's future William and Jordan here. Stop living in the past and get up today. On Tuesday, our show at the London Palladium will be streamed live into cinemas. So if you want an evening full of laughs and outrageous problems and dilemmas, then come along and join us on the big screen. Help as Sex and My Boss Live is showing everywhere and everyone's welcome. Go to sexofmyboss.com slash cinema to get your tickets now. That's sexofmyboss.com slash cinema. <laughs> 